This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Magic have numbers if they go. Bancaro now through the lane. He jams it down. B5 through five Raptors. Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. High screen from Franz. Now Kel spins into the lane. Long two. Off the rim. Franz can fly it in. Put back is good. Franz Wagner. It's your night, 22. Now here's your host, Dante Marcatelli. And welcome everyone to Magic Drive Time. We're presented by International Diamond Center on this fine Tuesday evening as the Magic begin tournament play. That's right, the first game of the in-season tournament for the Orlando Magic will happen tonight. And it comes your way at 7 o'clock on Valley Sports Florida, 7 o'clock on 96.9 The Game. The Orlando Magic visiting the Brooklyn Nets. Dante Marcatelli, Jake Chapman here with you. And Jake, I tell you what, when, when this first talk of in-season tournament came out, I know a lot of people thought it's kind of hokey, it's gimmicky, it's this and that. As I sit here getting ready for this Brooklyn Nets game tonight, I'll have the call on Valley Sports Florida, and I'll, I'll try to I'll, we'll we'll try to do better than we did in Mexico City. We had a lot of technical issues, so I'm hoping this goes a little smoother. And I, and I know you are as well, the technical issues uh, that you had to deal with in Mexico City. But as I sit here and as you sit here looking at your notes and trying to prepare, man, there's a, just there is. I got to give Commissioner Silver credit and. They've kind of the players to this point and, you know, how they've incentivized it. But there's, I'm feeling like there's a little more at stake here with this first in-season tournament. We'll get you caught up on group play and where everybody sits and what it means and all that. But this is the first in-season tournament game for the Orlando Magic. Brooklyn is in their group, and they're going to play the Brooklyn Nets here tonight. It feels a little extra, doesn't it? Yeah, because it is. It's it, it, it's a regular, regular season game. It counts one of 82, and there's just a little added incentive to it. And so I do think the, um, you know, the the things like the uniforms and, and, and the new court, like all that is is kind of window dressing, and it's great. Like I think that it's the eye-catching stuff that maybe goes social and, and provides a little bit more conversation. Bottom line is it's one of 82, and then there's just a little added incentive to it um with the with the tournament when you got out of group play so I, I i think especially before christmas we always hear the commentary about you know going head-to-head with football right. and, and how basically the nba season begins on christmas day for sort of the casual fan i just think it's a, a, another way to sort of reinvent what we're doing uh, again like i i think people like you and i and people who are really in it would have had an issue if it was like you know, uh, uh, another eight games tacked on to the regular season, right? right? right. And, and certainly the players' union would have had an issue with that. Um, but it's it, it's just kind of adding a little incentive to a game that was going to be played anyway. So I'm excited for it. And I do think there is, like, and it's not just the money that, uh, you know, that that's going to be awarded to the teams that make it to the final once we get out of group play and, and into that single-round tournament. Um, it's, it, it's the trophy. It is all the window dressing. It just adds a little something. And I do think you're going to get a little bit different level of, of, of locked in from the guys out there tonight. So I'm excited about it. Well, and you look at guys like Steph Curry and you look at guys like LeBron James and you look at, you know, some of the Giannis and Jokic, you know, the, how much do these guys want to go to Vegas and play a semifinal and a final game? We don't know, but they're saying the right things and they're acting like they do, but for a bunch of young guys, a bunch of impressionable guys, teams that are expected to be, you know, battling for playoff spots this year. I thought that's exciting. I think that would be, I, I look at this Magic team in particular, and I think if I'm Paolo and Franz and these guys, I think, yeah, that would be, 
fun to have that opportunity is incentivized. I think, you know, there's monetary things at stake for the players and for the coaches as well. But, you know, for those that don't know, and I'm glad you mentioned the courts and the jerseys, you'll see that tonight when you watch the game and any tournament game. That's how you know. They, they wanted it to stand out. They wanted everyone to know that there's something different about these games, right? So all the, everybody, the NBA designed everything, first and foremost. The Magic didn't make their court. Brooklyn didn't make their court. Chicago didn't make theirs. All that red paint that spilled on the court that you'll see Friday, that was uh, that was not an accident. Someone in Chicago, the NBA made that. And you're right, with the trophy at the end. So there's six pools you know, similar to FIBA or similar to the Olympics, you're going to have pool play, and that's Orlando's first pool game will be against Brooklyn. You also have Toronto. You also have the Boston Celtics. You have the Chicago Bulls, and you have the Orlando Magic in the pool. There's six pools, so you'll take six winners. So the winner from each pool, and then you're going to have two wild card spots, one from each conference. I uh, will move on. So the Magic come in not having played yet. The Brooklyn Nets come in tonight at 1-1. One one. They've already played two tournament games, and the Boston Celtics are 1-0. and and the Chicago Bulls are 0-1. So obviously you would think the Celtics would be heavily favored to come out of this pool. The Magic will play Boston. Their last tournament game, which could mean something, which could be pretty exciting going into that last game the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, so if you effectively, Jake, if I, how I'm looking at it right now, Boston is 1-0, Toronto and Orlando have yet to play. Um, if if Brooklyn loses tonight, they're done. They're not coming out of this group. That goes to 1-2. and two. So there's a little extra incentive for them to not let this game get away and a little extra motivation for the Magic to kind of put Brooklyn away and then go 1-0 and going into their second tournament game on Friday. Yeah, it's it's important to remember uh, Tuesday and Fridays, by the way, are when these right. season tournament games are being played. Um, the uh, I was going through the tiebreakers. We'll talk about that. Head-to-head record is the tiebreaker if you have two teams in the same group as far as getting out. Um, and winning the group and then head-to-head tiebreakers also the wild card or if you're talking about the wild card then it's going to be um it's going to be point differential is the next tiebreaker so that's getting kind of into the weeds but you know there's these two wild card teams um the best the best record and i have a feeling it's going to go to that tiebreaker right you're going to have two teams probably oh, yeah. that are two and two when all is said and done um so all of this stuff matters right now you are kind of getting into the FIBA stuff like winning tonight and winning tonight by 15 points is a lot better than winning by two points like that could weigh in once you start to get into the wild card stuff and getting out of group play i also think it's kind of interesting we and the raptors two groups in our um uh two teams in our group and then atlanta and and this is sort of um i think by virtue of that game in mexico city we're the only teams that, that have not played yet and yeah, so right how about that and so i'm not sure is that can you kind of you know dip your toes into the water is it an advantage having watched all these other teams get going and and Maybe at least adjusting your eyes to what the courts are going to look like when you get out there. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if that's any sort of an advantage. But you're right. Like, it's it's added incentive. And then when you just sort of start breaking down what's going on in the group play, the, the very fact that we're talking about Toronto uh, or Chicago this early in the season or Brooklyn yeah. and what they've done so far it means that this is working, it means that it's adding a little bit of intrigue. And, yeah, like, we, we're not completely locked in. Oh, my goodness, it's a Friday night. we got to make sure – where the, the Raptors are losing in X, Y, and Z, but um, it's something that we wouldn't have been talking about otherwise in in November. So I, I think it absolutely is um, is creating a new form of conversation. And for sure, like these games are big. And I do think for a team like us, we talked about this a few weeks ago, for a team like us, Toronto, Atlanta, Brooklyn, all these Chicago, all these teams that are probably going to find themselves kind of in the middle of the playoff race, um, this could go a long way, you know, making a tournament oh, yeah. and having that stake no doubt. 
you know, we, we talk about the way our guys reacted in Mexico. Obviously, you lost that game, but just seeing them with that sort of big level of media out there, it's kind of what the postseason is like, um, all those eyeballs. And so I think for a young team, it could serve dividends, certainly long term, to, to perform well. And getting out of the group stage, like that'll be a whole lot of fun if we can pull that off. Well, you want to, you know, you you want to be competitive. They're competitive anyway. These guys are competitive yeah. every single game, and now you've added a little extra to it. And okay, the, as we kind of ease into this thing and don't really know what it's all about because it's the first time as fans and broadcasters and all that, I right, haven't played a game yet. So let's see what this is all about. We have our game tonight, and then if you win, it gets very interesting. Now let's keep it going here on Friday. But I think when you get to the when you get to the final game of group play. And it's like win and you move on or lose and you're out. I, I do think the end of For December sure. around Thanksgiving is going to be very interesting. We're the last team to get into tournament play, uh, as you mentioned. And we're going to be the first team out of it in this pool. Uh, as we finish with the Boston Celtics on on November 24th, everyone else has another game uh, the following Tuesday. So we could know exactly where we sit. And everybody could be trying to catch the magic as we go into this. I, you know, I don't know who's in all the groups. I know our group, but you know, if I'm the, if I'm the Oklahoma City Thunder – and I win the fourth game and knock out the Warriors. I mean, that means something. And I and I think it does get more intriguing for the fan bases as you get to if you're one of the eight teams that moves out and goes into the tournament. And if certainly if you're one of the four teams that goes into the semis. I I, I do think that's where this thing gets very interesting. And that's where kind of where the fan bases get involved. And I think that's what that was the vision. Now, when you when you started this thing, that's kind of that's kind of what happens with their with their starting with MLS, and that's what happened overseas with soccer, with this European basketball and soccer format. So I, I think you're you're accomplishing what you want to accomplish. And as we sit right now, Jake, not having played yet, we don't know. We don't know, right? I, right. But I do think there's going to be an extra feel to it going into I've this. Been one some whispers on Twitter about adding incentive. I forget who it was who initially had the idea. It was an active player. Uh, it'll come to me. You probably remember about getting an automatic postseason bid if you were to win the tournament. Oh, yeah. That's right. something they look into uh, moving forward. I think there's just a lot of different ways that they could go with this. I think, you know, it it does sort of feel like, you know, a, not necessarily a trial balloon, but it feels like you said, like where everybody's just sort of getting a sense of what this thing is all about. But so far, I've, I, you know, I've heard some, some of the conversation, especially with old crusty broadcasters like you and I can be like, why are you changing? Everything was fine. But again, like I just think this is just a new way to look at something that already existed, and so I I, I think it's fun, um, and I do think that you know in the next couple of weeks, like you said, you're going to start to see it kind of ramp up a little bit, and no matter what, right. like it, any sort of renewed interest or um, new interest period this time of year, um, I, I, that's a good thing no matter what. So I'm excited for it. Well, and at the end of the day, as you mentioned, too, these count as regular season games, and the Magic have not historically played well in Brooklyn, New York. They've lost 8 of 11 to the Nets. They've lost one. They went 1 and 2 last year against Brooklyn. So it's a, it's, it's a business trip on that front, and you come in 5 and 4 tonight. So at the end of the day, you, even if you can't get yourself to get into the tournament, if you're Franz Wagner and you can't, just can't get there, which I don't think is the case, yeah, it's a game. And you're a bad example. I think that's a bad example, probably. <laughs> I think that's a horrible example. <laughs> Uh, if you're whoever, I don't want to, I don't throw anybody under the bus. Yeah, if you're somebody and you can't get into this one here tonight, um, then I, I, you know, it's a game, it's a competitive game. You're five and four and you got to try to, you, you want to try to build on something. You're, you're, you have four losses and two of those losses are by a combined four points, right? You've been in every single one of these games. Uh, right now you'd be in the playoffs, right? You're avoiding the play in altogether. Obviously it's early, 
you know, and, and and that for by the way, that win on opening night over the Houston Rockets is looking mighty fine after they rattled off six straight wins, <laughs> made them made them look like a G League team on opening night. Now look what they've done since then. So, uh, I you want to keep this momentum going, and hopefully you can do that here tonight against the Brooklyn Nets. Magic fans, secure your tickets to witness some thrilling action in December with the Fast Break Monthly Pass presented by Planet Fitness. Join us and enjoy watching the Magic take on the Cavs, the Sixers, and more this holiday season for only $49 per month. OrlandoMagic.com slash Fast Break is how you can grab your Fast Break Monthly Pass today. We'll get to our call of the game, who's in, who's out. We'll have all that for you when we return to Magic Drive Time in just a moment. Great dishes begin with top quality ingredients. Goya offers a wide variety of products from rice, beans, masarepa, and seasonings to olives and olive oil, even low sodium and organic items to stock your pantry with a solid lineup of go-to ingredients. With Goya on your team, your signature dishes are always a slam dunk. For inspiration and recipes, visit Goya.com. And remember, if it's Goya, it has to be good. Goya is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. Don't put off getting your oil changed, Orlando. Take 5 Oil Change, proud partner of the Magic, is faster than you think. There's no appointment needed and no waiting room. Yep, you heard that correctly. Take 5 is so fast, you don't even have to get out of your car. You can take advantage of Take 5's fast, friendly, and simple service at any of their locations across the Orlando area. And remember, at Take 5, you stay in your car because they're faster than you think. That means you won't even have time to show off your perfect jump shot or killer crossover. Take 5 is a proud partner of the Orlando Magic. It's more fun to see the Orlando Magic hit the court live. And when you need tickets, Ticketmaster's got you covered with a wide selection of seats available for every game at a variety of prices. As the official marketplace of the Orlando Magic and the NBA, Ticketmaster gives you more ways to find your perfect seat. Whether you're making plans in advance or heading to the game last minute, with their virtual view from seat feature, you'll get a preview of your section to make sure you have the best view to catch more of those dimes and dunks. And if your plans change, Ticketmaster gives you more flexibility to sell or transfer your tickets. Plus, mobile tickets make getting in on game day a breeze. Find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Orlando Magic. The ruggedly capable all-wheel drive Kia Telluride X Pro is truly at the top of its game. It kind of reminds us of legendary four-time NBA champ Draymond Green. Hold on. What? Powerful performance in tough conditions. <laughs> yep, that's Dre. Totally dominates the lane. Money Green coming through. Intuitive. Intelligent. IQ on a trillion. Bold and rugged. Oh, yeah. Bold and rugged. That part. And has a combined 24.6 inches of dual panoramic displays and third row seating. A panel what? <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't put it past them. The Kia Telluride X-Pro. Telluride X-Pro. I like that. Here's to legends in the making. Kia is the official automotive partner of the NBA and WNBA. Kia. Movement that inspires. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver errors and our driving conditions. Always drive safely and obey all traffic laws. How do you measure the human spirit? In points? Distance. Maybe decibels. Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit. Because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Advent Health, official champion of the human spirit. 
At Five Star Credit Union, you inspire us to go the extra mile to meet your financial needs. That's why we offer Magic fans more banking options like better rates and no hidden fees. Our team is also dedicated to making the communities we serve stronger, volunteering our time and talents while donating millions to local nonprofits. Five Star Credit Union, official credit union of the Orlando Magic. Visit fivestarcu.org and go Magic. NBA in-season tournament tips off this fall. As part of group play, the Orlando Magic will host two home games at Amway Center. They'll battle the Toronto Raptors on Tuesday, November 21st at 7 p.m. and the Boston Celtics on Friday, November 24th at 2.30 p.m. The stakes are high and the team is ready for this exciting new challenge. Secure your tickets today at orlandomagic.com tournament and get ready to cheer on your Orlando Magic. This is Cole Anthony of the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to Magic Drive Time with Dante and Jake, only on 96.9 The Game. Welcome back, everyone, to Magic Drive Time, presented by International Diamond Center. Dante Marcatelli and Jake Chapman here with you. The Magic and the Nets, the first game of in-season tournament play, and it happens here tonight in Brooklyn, 7 o'clock on 96.9 The Game, 7 o'clock on Valley Sports Florida. Jake will have the call. I'll have the call with Jeff Turner. Uh, Kendra Douglas along for the ride as well. And the Magic play, the Brooklyn Nets just went one and two against Brooklyn last year. Right now, let's get you our call of the game. It's brought to you by Glip from Rink Central. Rethink the way you work with secure meetings and messaging on any device with Glip by Ring Central. Visit glip.com to learn more. And Jake, you know, we mentioned this at, at the beginning of the season. Um, the depth of this team, the, that you're going to have. Uh, time where somebody gets hurt, you're going to have to. Somebody's going to have to step up. You mentioned it yesterday. We've seen that with Mo Wagner. Uh, we've seen it with a number of guys coming off the bench. Cole Anthony. We've seen it at times with Joe Ingles. He's been more of a facilitator. That shot hasn't fallen. Mike called the game. We're back in New York City, and I think we're going to get a big Cole Anthony game. He's got just 11 points combined in the last two games. Right? He had the 20 point outing on opening night. He hasn't gone for 20 since. Uh, he's still top 10 in total points off the bench in the NBA. But I think back in New York City, right, probably have his family courtside again. We know the big monster games he had at Madison Square Garden. I think it's going to be a breakout game for Cole Anthony here tonight in Brooklyn. I like it. And I like, I, I think when you look at Brooklyn, there's definitely some opportunities when you go down that bench. Now, Dennis Smith Jr. has basically made his way back into the league and into rotations with his defense. Um, but you know, that they, they, they're not the most, uh, uh, lockdown backcourt defensive team, I think. And so I think that's a, a great opportunity for Cole Anthony and, and look D I mean, you know, now we're starting to get into, okay, how many games have we lost? I, I was looking this morning, if I could find it, except I don't know if they still run the website, the man games lost. I was hoping that I never would have to oh, yes. it again. I know, I know <laughs> games lost, but here we are, you know, you're, you're, Two of your guards have not been available um, for, you know, a, a handful of games or without your starting center again. We're going to need that bench to keep playing the way they have been. They've been so, so good. And, again, it goes back, I think, to to putting Anthony Black and Goga Bataze into the starting lineup and keeping that bench unit um, the way it is. I think it has a lot to do with Joe Ingles. But you're right. Like, Cole has done what's kind of what's been necessary. I think tonight it might be necessary for him to give us some pop. We got such a great night the other night from Franz and Paolo. There are going to be nights where, you know, Jalen's been really good two straight nights. There are going to be nights where we really need Cole to give us 20 
um, off of the bench and uh, and certainly back in New York. I like that. Well, that's what you said was uh, Jalen Suggs. You're right. Last two games, 20 and a half points per game, 67 percent from three. Uh, Jalen Suggs has been playing well, and he's kind of filled that Cole Anthony void. But Cole's won for his last ten. I mean, they, they, he. I, I feel like he's due to break out, and this could be this could be the game. Back home, maybe got some home cooking. Uh, whatever might happen, and uh, and he'll be ready to go here tonight. Let's take a look at our injury report. It's brought to you by Advent Health, official team physicians of your Orlando Magic. Does this bother you like it bothers me when you look at this report? This is very Miami-ish, right? They, like they, I love it when you take issue with injury oh, report. This is ridiculous. They have six guys as questionable. Just make a decision. Just make a decision. and let, like, what, Who are you trying to fool saying Armani Brooks, <laughs> Noah Clowney, and Keon Johnson are questionable? Lonnie Walker, now Lonnie Walker is questionable. That's interesting as well. He's got, a knee, he's got a left knee. That's that that could be very uh that could that could have an impact on tonight. But uh, you know, Derek Whitehead and Jalen Wilson, can we make a decision on these guys? Those guys are all questionable. Ben Simmons and Cam Thomas, though, are out. Cam yeah. Thomas is having an unbelievable start to the season, 12th in scoring, 27 points per game. Um, so it is the magic catch a break a little bit. And if Lonnie Walker can't go, that guy's top four in, in total scoring off the bench as well. So he's had a, he's having himself a breakout year with the Brooklyn Nets as well. And for the magic, Wendell Carter Jr. out, as we know, Markel Fultz is now out. He's now missed four of the last four games with left knee tendonitis, traveling queen with the G League. Uh, and Gary Harris is questionable. So you could possibly get Gary Harris back. And Kebon Harris, his name I don't see on the list, Jake. So I would imagine... Kevon Harris could be available for Magic Head coach uh, Jamal Mosley here tonight. I, I, when do you start? I don't think you ever say worry. I know it's all precautionary right now with Markel Fultz, but we got to get this knee figured out, and, and hopefully if Gary's back, we got to keep him in the lineup as well. Yeah, no, I'm worried about both of them, D. I'll say it. I yeah. mean, yeah. because because it's because it's game 10. I mean, it's it's very early, and and the you know, knee tendonitis doesn't go away, and I don't want to be all doom and gloom because we know Markel maybe a little bit of rest, um, and but it, but it's going to bug him. It's going to bug him all season, and probably, and uh, uh, unless you get you know a big rest period here and get him back right, and I think he's trying to play through it. So it's going to be one of those nagging things. Look, it 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 is what it is. NBA players got to deal with this, and it stinks. Um, and with Gary, it's you know. There's always something nagging, it feels like. And so, you know, I think as we get a little bit further into the season, um, you might have a little bit better a plan. Thank God for the depth, obviously, like we're able right. to withstand this stuff now. But, you know, sooner than later, we got to get a sense of, OK, is this are you, is this going to be you all season long? What can we get out of you um, at this point? And, and so they've done a great job, I think, sort of staying afloat and, and withstanding it right now. Um, but, you know. We're going to get Wendell Carter Jr. back here in a few weeks, ideally. And and if you're still got a bunch of question marks as far as the backcourt goes, then you might have to make some tough decisions. Yeah, you're right. And I, listen, there's no way Gary Harris is going to miss that game in Indiana. I don't know what's going to happen. He'll be ready for that. So it's, are you going to get him tonight in Brooklyn or are you going to get one of those Chicago games? But he'll be ready. He's going to get a game under his belt before he goes back to Indiana. I would be my guess. No, we have no idea. Uh, last thing, real quick, Jake, we got about a minute left. Jonathan Isaac, last two games, 11.6 rebounds a game and two blocks. He has not done that since December of 2019. He also got 17 minutes. That's the most he's played in two seasons. Are we getting there, Jake? Are we getting there? I think so. It feels like it. It feels like it's starting to click. Look, he's, you know, 
it's almost like with Jalen, like we always know what we're going to get defensively, but the last couple games, you're starting to see the three ball fall. He's very aggressive offensively, which you love. Um, and, and to me, I mean, those minutes played, like that's the whole thing. And so I think with J.I., it's important to remember, you know, if, if we see him, for instance, if we see him tonight, not tomorrow night, that doesn't mean it's a setback. That's a management thing. That is a, that, that's making that's sure right. we don't overload him. I think probably early on in the season, not playing back to backs is probably going to be a big key, but it, we haven't had a setback yet. We haven't had, you know, that game where we expected him to play and then he was a, um, you know, a, a late scratch. It's just kind of making sure that that we're managing him well. I guess there was that, what was it, the Portland game where he didn't finish the second half. But um, it, with J.I., it is. It's kind of like kid gloves. Like, let's just make sure we sort of ease him into those minutes. But anywhere close to 20 minutes for Jonathan Isaac, like, I'm a happy camper because that is enough to impact yes. the team, certainly. Um, defensively. And then again, like I said, he's starting to knock down shots as well. So um, all good things as far as J.I. goes, but make sure we knock on wood with that one. Well, you're right. He was two of 12 from beyond the arc uh, from three, and now he's three of his last eight. So that's good to see. So maybe a welcome side. Jake, enjoy this one. This is history. You're calling your first in-season tournament game. So have fun here tonight, my friend. I love it. Have a good call. Let's get it. All right. You got it. Then next up, the Magic will be back in action tomorrow against the Chicago Bulls. That's our upcoming game powered by Ticketmaster. Have a great night, everybody. 7 o'clock on 96.9 The Game, 7 o'clock on Valley Sports Florida, The Magic and the Nets.